Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. What's up, bar folks? It's your boy, Dwayne. And before we get into this fabulous Bar Network episode, I wanted to tell you about an exciting announcement, thebargear.com. That's right. We have our own online store. Get your shirts, get your t-shirts, get your mugs and socks, get everything barred out, man. Take pictures, share it, post it, tell a friend, go to thebargear.com to get your gear today and enjoy the show. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs. And every person we meet is where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the modern. The Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, super excited. Your favorite podcast, The Bar Podcast, where we are Biblical and Reformed. And like every week, I like to thank the listeners for uh, tuning into the bar, man. Appreciate you guys checking us out every Tuesday. And like every Tuesday, we have an awesome guest. And today's guest is uh, right up there on that list. Um, Ben, actually, it's amazing. I love uh, to hear her testimony. I think I first heard her on Ligonier. Um, and and actually, Nathan uh, from Ligonier tried to get us connected uh, at the conference last year. And I'm just grateful that everything came full circle. And we have on none other than Miss Rosaria Butterfield. How are you, ma'am? Hey, it's good to talk <laughs> with you finally. I'm, I'm sorry it took so long. We were trying to connect in March. I didn't even know that. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was uh, something Nathan was trying to put together uh, for yeah. me when I, uh, yeah. I was supposed to come to the conference. And he was like, I can get oh. you, uh, Miss Butterfield. I can get that set up. And so I guess we never got around to it, but uh, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> but now, we, yep, yep. <laughs> it's great to be to be here with you today. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you. Uh, like I do with all my guests, I give them the floor to kind of do an introduction of themselves, uh, whatever you want to share, personal, professional. Uh, I just give you the floor to share that with my listeners right here. 
Okay. All right. Well, right now I am a pastor's wife, and um, I homeschool two of our four children. Um, we have a messy house that we get to fill every day with neighbors, and we've even been living communally with um, with folks for hmm, I guess about four months now. That's that's going. That's been that's been really fun. It really has been. Um, I. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of those radically converted people. So for me, boundaries are measured against the blood of Christ. Mm. Um, and that just sometimes means that I get a lot of lectures, especially in the conservative reformed world about how I have no boundaries. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I sometimes say I measure my boundaries against the blood of Christ. I sometimes say I'm Italian. Italians never have had boundaries, <laughs> um, you know, and we take it from there. But I'm very grateful to be um, to be a radically converted Christian. I'm very grateful to be standing on this side of these conversations mm-hmm. um, because I came out of a um, a committed lesbian relationship. And while I was never converted out of homosexuality, I was converted out of unbelief. I still will tell you that if I had right now, if I were right now in that lesbian relationship. I cannot imagine how I would na- navigate issues of faith. There's so much, there's, there are just strident conversations, um, profound biblical confusion, mm. counterfeit hospitality, masking for community. And I know that I would feel like I was being torn, about, torn apart by wild horses. So I'm grateful that the Lord put me through that 20 years ago and not today. Right. But I still... You know, I, I haven't been lobotomized, so um, so I pray and I care and I talk and I um, try to speak a word in season when I can, and and maybe even more importantly than that, I try to live words in season um, mm. for as long as the Lord will sustain me to do so. Awesome, awesome, good stuff. Yeah, I've, I've like I said, I've listened to a couple of your lectures and. Always enjoyed it, and um, and the reason why we brought you on today, big shout out to Crossway for uh, helping us facilitate this. Um, you have a book out, and I wanted to tell you, I I've been searching. I had a past guest, and I cannot remember who it was. But I, at the end <laughs> of the show, I always like to ask, like what what they're reading, and that that's kind uh-huh. of you get that at the end. But he okay. said. You know the uh, the gospel comes with a house key is wrecking my world, and I was trying to figure <laughs> out who said that so I could let you know and you know give him a shout out, but I could not remember every week. But uh, definitely, let's talk about the book. Um, uh, I have my copy. Uh, Thank the Crossway. Uh, hadn't had a chance to dive into it yet, but I'm excited about it. Uh, mainly, and and just being honest with you, the the guest when he was like. Is wrecking my world. I'm loving it. I was ready to get it then, you know. So, so let's talk about the book. So you're and, really a masochist, is that yeah, it? I, exactly. Exactly. I can go gently with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about the book and uh, just kind of the the premise of it um, and 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 all of that. Let let my listeners know what's going on with it. Okay. All right. Well, um, the premise of the book is um, is really what to do now in this world that is a post-Christian world. What to do in a world where most Christians feel like they can't even talk to their neighbors 
um, that anything that comes out of their mouth would be considered hate speech. Or they don't mm. even know the words to use. They don't even know the alphabet, you know, LGBTQ+. Plus, they don't even know what that means. Um, and although they do know that it means that the language has been changed and it's almost like we are now non-native speakers of this world. Um, we, we, we find ourselves polarized. Um, even 10 years ago, we could vote differently and still play cards on the porch with a neighbor. Not so today. And so it's in this particular world where the temptation is, you know, to batten down the hatches, draw the moat, make sure that mm -hmm. um, you, you've got big locks on the doors, um, keep the riffraff out, all of that. And what, what my husband and I have discovered through our 17 years of marriage, but highlighted most recently when our neighbor whom we loved and, and knew, we thought we knew well, we, 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 we knew well in some ways, ended up um, being arrested for um, running a meth lab out of his house. And our um, our city community, we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're in the city, but our community was, um, was really felt betrayed and scared and angry. Mm. And so what's, what happened after that is Kent and I started practicing daily hospitality for the purpose of seeking strangers and welcoming them as neighbors and seeking neighbors and praying like we've never prayed before that God would make them part of the family of God. In part because when this happened, we actually needed to repent. We needed to repent of the sin of neglecting our neighbors in, in ways that we hadn't thought we had been neglecting them. Mm -hmm. And we also, we also started to think of our house more like an embassy. Um, back when I was in the gay community, we used to say back then, our house is an incubator and a hospital. Mm. And, you know, Kent and I looked at each other and said, well, you know what? This isn't liberal communitarianism, but biblical hospitality demands more of us than what we've been giving. And so the book is really part memoir. Um, it's very messy, very much like me. <laughs> you know, if, if you don't like dog hair on the couch, you will, you know, it will drive you crazy. If you have some kind of unnatural allergy to children and dogs, you know, you will hate it. Mm. But in general, what we have seen now in the past couple of years is we have seen our neighbors come to Christ. Mm. And we've seen that in part because we've just committed ourselves to daily well, actually nightly hospitality. And all that means is at five o'clock when I'm banging my head against the homeschool table, sounding like a crazy woman, um, <laughs> singles from the church walk in and they do the noble deed. They look at the laundry scattered on my dining room table mm -hmm. and they stuff it back in the dryer, right? Because <laughs> that's what you do with that. Right. And, um, and then we start to prepare our home for um, for a, a nightly meal of family of God welcoming neighbors. And we have a regular, you know, I, I'm a non-fussy cook, so I always tell people there are three house favorites. If they're not your favorites, bring something else. Um, so we have, we have dinner. And then when the kids are bringing the dishes up to the dishwasher and loading the dishwasher, they are also passing down the big table, Bibles and Psalters and mugs of coffee. And then Kent leads us in that 
regular, regular activity that we've done throughout all the years of our marriage, every night, opening the Bible and having family devotions. Only instead of it just being people whose last name is Butterfield, we've decided that really the blood of Christ is what determines what family means. So it's about practice. It's about daily hospitality. It's about purpose because of a, a crisis in our neighborhood that really prompted us to do it. But it's, you know, it's also about something deeper than that. It's also about seeing the way that we're not really innocent victims in this post-Christian world. We have, we, we have allowed members of our churches to live in crushing loneliness. And, um, and because of that, many of the um, secular liberal catchphrases of our day, they actually had a landing place. Mm-hmm. And so we've committed ourselves to living as a family of God. And, and really our desire, our desire is so that um, especially singles in the church, but other people who are going through seasons of, of isolation or loneliness, so that they know that family of God means from cradle to grave, that family is family. And we have holidays together and we have we don't really have room but we make room if you want to sleep on the couch you know and share a bathroom with all of us you know there's room (laughs) um it's cozy but there's room and 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 we do that because biblically speaking there are only two types of people who really are crushingly lonely and those are martyrs and political prisoners Mm. and shame on us that we have relegated singles in the church to that kind of life so the book's memoir, part memoir, part theology. Um, you'll probably know a lot more about me than you ever wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if it's wrecking people's worlds. I, just, I don't mean to. <laughs> Maybe it's the cat hair. Maybe you're just allergic to cats. <laughs> you'll have to read it and tell me. <laughs> right, right. Wow, that is so good. Um, man, yeah, I... Uh, you know, I, me personally, my, my listeners know I do, I, before I have a guest on, I do a little research and everything mm-hmm. and, and listen to you talk about this book mm-hmm. and everything. And I really love just the, the way, I guess the way that it is, it's not just a book. It's, it's your lifestyle. I love oh, that good. more than good. anything. Um, oh, <laughs> Praise is, God. Yeah, because it's messy. You know, not everybody does, right? Exactly. 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 That's that's what I love. Cause I mean, even the same story, because I almost could have recited what you said when the singles walk in, put the laundry in back in the oh, dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Cause because right. this is it's realistic for you. And I love that about that, mm-hmm. about this in the book and, and what you're doing. Um so I guess my question, and and this is just me personally, um, I'm very, uh, I guess you could say cautious of, mm. uh, of strangers. Uh, we'll, we'll say mm. it like that. Um, so how, how can you help someone like me? That's very cautious of strangers, very protective of my family. What, what, what advice you would have for me that want to possibly, uh, work towards, uh, uh, having, uh, I guess, you know, neighbors in and, and things like that. 
Right, right, right. Well, you know, the snarky part of me would just say, repent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> just get on your knees and repent, you know. Amen, because, amen. You know, this is, so homeschooling at the Butterfields has started. It, this is the noon hour and, you know, the spanking spoon is out, right? So mm-hmm. just repent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not, that's just, you know, that's a bit snarky. Um, <laughs> I would say two things. I would say two things. The only reason that you're having this conversation with me is because some Christian did that for me. Mm. And, and I talk about that in the book. Uh, this is the first time really, um, I mean, I've certainly shared my testimony in other places, but mm-hmm. this is the first time that I shared what hospitality at Ken mm-hmm. and Floyd Smith's house was like. Mm-hmm. What it was like to eat with them for, um, to spend a, um, you know, to have weekly dinners with them for over two years. Mm. what it was like to listen to them and then go back to the university and mock them, Mm. what it was like to have them know that and love me anyway. And sometimes when I share what Ken and Floyd Smith did to help bring me into the kingdom of God, definitely by the power of the Holy Spirit, we understand that nobody's discipled into the kingdom, but you know, some people are hard cases to crack and I would have been one of those. (laughs) And what they went to, sometimes I share that story and people just walk away rich, young ruler style. Mm. And they say, wow, Rosaria, that's pretty impressive. Those were really powerful Christians. I just can't do that. You know, and that's when I want to say, but you see, there was no other way for me to get here because somebody had to put the hand of the stranger Mm. into the hand of the savior. Mm. And you know what? There's no way to get that close and not run the risk of getting hurt. So I would just say this. You're talking to me because somebody did what you tell me you won't do. Mm. Ouch. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's so good. So good. So good. So good. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is the Chocolate Knox. If you love that wonderful sensation of chewing glass... This is the show for you. <laughs> Cross Politic is a weekly show and podcast that mixes the taboo formula of faith, culture, and politics, proclaiming the Lordship of Christ in every corner of our culture. Hallelujah. Gabriel Wrench is a deacon from Texas, and he wears overalls. One time. <laughs> Chocolate Knox, a.k.a. David Shannon, he's a movie maker from Minnesota. Action! I'm Toby Sumter, pastor here in Moscow, Idaho, and... I used to live in Alaska. Did you know that? No. no. We've interviewed everyone from Alveda King to Ted Cruz to Steve Dace to Walter Williams. And we invite you to join us here at Cross Politic as we learn to fight, laugh, and feast all to the glory of God. CrossPolitik.com. And we're back. Oh, man. Just uh, trying to recover. Uh, Hadn't felt like this. (laughs) Uh, since I had uh, Mark Dever on the show, uh, made me feel like this. So uh, you you you've, you've earned your ranks, uh, Miss Butterfield. That's for sure. <laughs> I like tag teaming with Mark. <laughs> good, good, yeah, you definitely did it on on this one. Good stuff. So um, I I'm gonna going to change gears. Uh, definitely, uh, I I adhere. I want to tell you this on the air. I that 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 definitely pierced my, my, my spirit. Um, and, and definitely, uh, one of those moments where you, you just know, 
you know, the Holy Spirit is involved and know that mm-hmm. uh, something needs to change. So I want to thank you for that mm-hmm. uh, publicly. Um, but I'm going to change gears, try to get back in my, my regular flow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, the, at the end of the show, because we're, we're almost up on our time. Uh, and I know my listeners are going to say, why are you getting off so early? Because I, I respect people's time and, and I want you guys to want I want you guys to go get the book. I want you to be uh, teased so that you'll get the book, uh, which will be in the uh, show notes. So uh, to finish it off, we're going to do what I call the signature bar questions. These are questions that I ask all of my guests, signature questions that uh, you probably never been asked before in an interview and if you have oh, they, i love it they, they love stole it, it from That's me great okay okay <laughs> excellent all right here we go first signature bar question is what kind of music do you listen to classical that's it <laughs> and you know what certainly other people have asked me that question <laughs> on a podcast though i don't know i don't know <laughs> Yeah, I love classical music. Um, I do. I just. I mean, I listen to a wide range of music. That's so. That's just the truth. But but I mostly my default is classical. Gotcha. We are psalm singers by, um, uh, you know, just by love and joy and also conviction. And so I do listen to a, a, a lot of um, a cappella uh, singing as well. Mm. Good. Okay. All right. Second signature bar question is. What book or books are you currently reading, if any? What do you mean, if any? Hey, um, I have to ask. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, my my current favorite read is something called Pursuit of Glory, A Disciple's Journey with Jesus. And it's by Vince Ward and Samuel Ward. And it's published by Crown and Covenant. And it is a missionary, uh, a missionary journey um, through South Sudan, and it is just phenomenal. Um, so when you read uh, the Gospel Comes with a Husky, you will you will definitely see that I have, although I'm not a missionary, I have a lot. Um, I don't know. I just I'm, that's my comfort place is to see yeah. and to be enriched by what missionaries are doing. So I'm also rereading dispatches. Uh, from the front by Tim Kazee, um, and that's also um, a missionary journal. I love reading memoirs. I love reading things that combine theology and 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 personal narrative. I love lived theology, mm. um, and I'm also reading the life and theology of Paul by Guy Prentice Waters, and um, that's been phenomenal because you know Paul is just one of those figures. Mm-hmm. That um, you know what I mean, like oh, oh, oh Romans seven. Why do I do what I don't want to do? It's the law exactly. of sin in me. If I if I you know groan that seventy five times a day, it's because <laughs> I'm bad at math and I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That is so true. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, you 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 say you, you, there's a reason why the whole missionary connection. Um, because yeah. you're in Durham, yeah. right? You're in Durham, North yep. Carolina. Yes, yeah, I'm. I'm originally from a small town outside of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know exactly where you are. So I know Durham pretty well. That's that's somewhat of a mission field, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, that's what people. People who don't live in Durham, you guys think we live in the hood. And it's, you know, we like our little hood. I've been to Durham a lot. 
and yes. it's a lot of hood. <laughs> there is a lot, but you know what? And, and I'll tell you what we've recently learned is that um, Durham is the place in North Carolina where um, in, uh, people who have finished serving their prison sentence are released. And so there really are are just super great opportunities in Durham to to serve in Christ's name. Mm. And that's something, you know, because that's one of the, the biggest hurdles for people in practicing hospitality is finding strangers, you know, right. because hospitality is not about having your homeschool group, you know, mm-hmm. to get a lot, you know, that, that's that's not that's something else. But um, serving strangers and, and, you know, strangers don't fall from the sky. Last I checked, <laughs> right. you actually have to seek them. But when you live in a more urban community, you know, I have found that it's much easier to do. It's easier to seek out and find strangers. And so to that end, um, you know, a couple of months ago, we had the great, the great, awesome privilege of um, bringing into our home a family displaced by homelessness. Mm. And the second day that we're together, Kent's sharing the gospel. You know what this family's doing? They're sharing it back. Mm. This was this wow. is a Christian family displaced mm-hmm. by homelessness. Mm-hmm. Another family in the church and our family combined together. So, you know, two families take care of one. That makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um we're able to work with a bigger church in town to find appropriate housing, maintain consistency in schooling for the kids. I mean, by the end of this, my kids and these kids are fighting over the last piece of bacon like they're, you know, <laughs> like they're cousins. Right. Um, we are continuing in each other's lives. We see each other for worship. We worship together. We, you know, we still help them with some life skills stuff. It was living Hebrews 13, 1, 2, 3. Wow. You are entertaining angels unawares. Now, when things like that happen, you will never be able to convince your children of two things. You will never, ever be able to convince them of stranger danger. They will mm-hmm. laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. They will mm-hmm. laugh in your face. And the other thing is you will never be able to convince them that Jesus is just some little prop you pull out Sunday morning mm. to look good. Wow. They will know the power of God to save sinners just like us. Wow. So we wouldn't have it any other way. But we love Durham yeah. because you always find people who need you in Durham. <laughs> <laughs> so get out That's... of those suburbs, brother. Come on. <laughs> That's for sure. That is for sure. Okay. Last uh, signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I spend, and you will know this if you read the book, Lots of time chopping vegetables. Mm-hmm. I am not on any social media. I spend a lot of time chopping vegetables instead. And my, um, what I am con- what's constantly at my uh, disposal is sermon audio. Mm. And I um, have been listening. I like to listen to sermon series. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently I've been listening to Neil Stewart's sermon series on Ephesians 6. Mm. Um, but I'll listen, I'll listen to other things as well. The only thing I won't listen to is me. I have, I have a complete aversion <laughs> to listening or watching me. I'm old enough to remember back in the day when you had a phone that was attached to a wall uh-huh. and it came with an answering machine. And I, I, you know, even back then I couldn't stand the sound of my voice. And I still can't. <laughs> 
wow, that's funny. So I'll listen to your podcast, but I'm not listening to this one. Okay, that, hey, that's the deal. That's the deal. We can we can agree. May on God it. have mercy on those people who do that. <laughs> we can definitely agree on that. Well, Miss Rosaria, I am so. Uh, grateful and this has been so much fun and convicting uh, and and all of that all in one um and, and i know my listeners are going to really appreciate it um so in closing i want to give you the floor uh any words of encouragement um tell them where they can find the book we'll definitely have a link in the show notes yeah. uh, and and because we we want to we want to run with this uh just off of talking Thank to you. you i'm even more excited about uh getting into this this read and checking it out. So I'm gonna give you the floor to take care of all of that. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Just keep in mind, okay. this show may not air until the end of August, early September. And in this uh-huh. case, there are any dates or anything connected. Okay. All right. Well, um, the book is published by Crossway and you can find it either uh, at Amazon or Crossway or my website, which is rosariabutterfield.com. And what I would want to leave you with is the verse in the Bible that motivated me every day in the writing of this this book and continues to and it's in uh, the gospel of mark chapter 10 verses 28 to 30 peter began to say to jesus see we have left everything and followed you and jesus said truly i say to you there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. People of God who are listening, that hundredfold that Jesus promises to the family of God will not fall from the sky. It will come from us, from our homes, our hands, from our sacrificial living, from our churches, or it simply will not come at all. Part of why your unsaved neighbors are mistrustful of gospel promises is they just haven't been able to taste and see that the Lord is good. Some of this is in in the power of our hands to do. I want to live that hundredfold, and I want my neighbors to see that. I want my neighbors to look at our community, our church community, and say, you know, I don't know what it is about those people. I still think they're a little bonkers, but (laughs) there's something about being part of that family that means you are never alone. You are never uh, without the resources to figure out the next step in life, Um, that you um, you are not crushed by the problems of this world. In the same way that your neighbors might see you know, you with a, with a leaf blower in the south or a snow blower in the north and say, That's, that would be really good to have. I want our neighbors to say that about our lives as Bible-believing Christians submitted to the church, loving the Lord Jesus, and walking sacrificially with one another, whether we like each other or not. A love, a love that transcends. That's what I want. Wow. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again (laughs) for your time. (laughs) Definitely, uh, definitely had a a whole, a whole lot of fun to the listeners. Appreciate you guys turning in to the bar every Tuesday. Make sure you check out 
everything we got going on. Make sure you check out the show notes, uh, click the links, follow all that. Uh, we have a couple of new things on the horizon for the Bar Podcast Network. Um, super excited about some new podcasts coming out. So uh, you guys stay tuned. And until next time, God bless. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there